point it's all downhill from here i warn you of that every week and you don't believe me but it's true yep so as you can tell that's cameron hi i'm michael and we've gathered together this week to tell you that the war is here if there are fighters to undertake it okay all right which war i'm sure there's a numerous ones we could well, call just out but always which one remember the rule of life okay war what is it good for absolutely nothing hoorah <laughs> god y'all <laughs> Somewhere out there, someone will enjoy that. You ready for it? The battle for the board. The dun, board. dun, dun. The board. The board. Dun, dun, dun. What's the board? I'm going to read you the headline before I read you the entirety of the story. Well, that makes sense. Most people read that first anyway. In a bitterly divided election in South Lake, South Lake Texas, opponents of anti-racism education win big. Okay. If you have a big win, can it be bitterly divided? No. I mean, if it's bitterly divided, it means it was a close This race. is what we so, refer to as burying the lead. Yeah. Okay. What's it really about? Nine months after officials in the affluent Carroll Independent School District introduced a proposal to combat racial and cultural intolerance in schools, voters delivered a resounding victory Saturday to a slate of school board and city council candidates who opposed the plan. And when we talk about an affluent school district, by the way, uh-huh. this is as affluent as it gets. One of the women who was elected to the school board is a former Supreme Court clerk. Oh. Who has clerked for both Justice Clarence Thomas and Justice Samuel Alito. Okay, gotcha. So this is... She's now serving on the school board. Well, once she's inaugurated and they actually get to it. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. In an unusually bitter campaign... That echoed a growing national divide over how to address issues of race, gender, and sexuality in schools. Candidates in the city of Southlake were split between two camps. Those who supported new diversity and inclusion training requirements for Carroll students and teachers and those backed by a political action committee that was formed last year to defeat the plan. Aren't most places divided? Wait, wait, wait. When, When we talk about evaluating on the basis of worldview. Yeah. This is what this looks like. Catch this. So there's two camps. Yes. There are the people who want new diversity and inclusion training requirements, and then there are people who are backed by a political action committee. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Forget the ones who who want it, that they're also backed by a political action committee, of course, but it's just, yeah, we just say, we're going to ignore that. Yeah, they are too. Now, based on what I've read so far, give me the breakdown. What was the vote tally? Give me me your percentage rate. 50-50, 55-45, what do you think? 
well, it best be like 58. In the end, the contest was not close. Of course. Candidates backed by the conservative South Lake Families PAC, which has raised more than $200,000 since last summer, won every race by about 70% to 30%. In other words, sit down and shut up. That's not what school's about. (laughs) Including those for two school board positions, two city council seats, and mayor. There you go. More than 9,000 voters cast ballots, three times as many as in similar contests in the past. So in other words, that's not what school's about. Learn your ABCs. Learn how to read and how to do your addition and subtraction. Multiply, divide, and sit down and shut up about the rest. When evaluating (laughs) worldview bias, this is a great example of it right here. Uh Uh-huh. They raised $200,000. That wasn't a whole lot from what I've heard before. <laughs> in, a, in a neighborhood that is literally maybe uh-huh. one of the one of the 10 or 15 richest neighborhoods in the country. Gotcha. Again, a former clerk for the Supreme Court yeah. on multiple occasions yeah, so is, was one of the people to do running. Individuals. Um, another influential radio host lives in this district and participated in this election. Gotcha. Um, if you ever listen or follow Dana Lash, uh-huh. this is her school district. She lives in this area. This is not a cheap, you know, there's no low-rent district here. It doesn't exist. Yeah, these people work for a living, and they do well. Well, it's not that the— They work well. I mean, they they have money. So to sit there and go, they raised over $200,000. Like, eight people could have come up with that. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not even kidding. Gotcha. Okay. I see. Yeah. So it's a, it's a very it's, it's a very influential uh, influential. Now, if you want to talk about worldview in action, though, okay, I am always talking about talking. We talk about this on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Where's your first ministry? At home. This is what that looks like. Yes, I agree. When your discipleship gets to move from beyond you to beyond your immediate family into your community mm-hmm. where God has placed you, this is what it looks like. Exactly. We, and, and let's remember. That if every if every district, if every city, if every town, if every township did this and decided 70-30, sit down, shut up. No, we're not doing this anymore. Because let's be no, honest. No, no. Then before you know it, every single state and across the union is the same way. Every county, every state, every the whole union. And see, We're back that's, on track. And that's instructive for the church because the human temptation is to go big. No, no. The human temptation is not to go big. Okay. The human temptation is to go home. Yeah, that's true. The human temptation is, is leave me, me alone. alone. Yes, I don't want to deal with it. Uh-huh. I don't want people to talk bad about me. I don't want people to think badly about me. I just want you to leave me alone. Yeah. And Christian, we're not given that option. Mm-mm. We're not given the option to just ignore the world and go away. And when you're given an opportunity, like we're given in this country especially, where you can interact and actually have a say in things, Mm -hmm. it's a dereliction to not participate. And that's been part of the problem is we've participated, but we participated, I think, with the wrong motivations. We haven't participated with the ideals of a worldview. And this this issue brings that fully into the forefront. Because when you when you're dealing with the anti-racism thing, and if you want to know what we're talking about with anti-racism um, curriculum, go listen to the thing Lou and I did uh, last week on soteriology with Ibram X. Kendi and what anti-racism actually looks like. Oh, it is an anti-Christian, horrendous philosophy. That's the type of curriculum they're trying to pigeonhole into 
this school system. Because if you can get it into the rich affluent school systems, oh, yeah. it's much easier to get it into the other ones. Much easier. Yeah. So they, they picked the big fight first. They also picked a fight like this because a lot of times in these richer school districts, people aren't as invested. They're not as involved. Mm-hmm. You're right. So something woke up here, and I'm just glad that it happened. I just hope everybody else does. Well, whether or not it will stick is a different discussion. That's true. And again, the reason why I say this is instructive and why this is important for us is because Christians, this is what it looks like. If you want to actually make a difference in your world, you make a difference in your area. Yes. With your discipleship, with yourself, with your family, and then as you have opportunity with your neighbors. Mm-hmm. And you could see in this instance, I guarantee you when this fight started, they didn't know what the demographics were going to look like. 70-30 in an election is not bitterly divided. No, it's not. That's a woodshed whooping. Yes, it is. I mean, that's not that's not close. That's why I, that's why I got a kick out of the the language that's used. These people have been bitterly divided for months. No, no, they really haven't. Mm-mm. What you've had is a school board trying to institute something while the people were saying no. no. And when given the opportunity, people finally went, "Fine, you you're won't out. listen. <laughs> we're you. You won't represent us like we've elected you to. You're out of here." Mm-hmm. This is how it works. And when they don't give you that option, you just you continue on. You you bang the drum. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. It's like, don't worry, your election's coming up next. We'll keep an eye on it. All right. Speaking of keeping an eye on things. Okay. Would you like to hear about compromised people? This is number two. Yes, this is number two. All right, at least we're still moving. Okay. Com- okay, what are compromised people? A juror. Oh, because by people who know stuff and they ain't supposed to. Who voted to convict former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. Okay of murdering George Floyd, is defending his decision to attend a social justice demonstration last year. Wait, he, he, he said he was guilty. Yes. So now he has to defend his reason, this individual's reason for going to a social justice demonstration? The opportunity to go to D.C., the opportunity to be around thousands and thousands of black people, I just thought it was a good opportunity to be a part of something, he added. He was a part of the Black Lives Matter protests in D.C. last summer. Okay. Before the trial. Before the trial. Okay. And then he was selected as a juror. For the the trial. trial. During the jury selection process, the AP noted, all jurors were asked two questions as part of the jury selection questionnaire. Did you or someone close to you participate in any of the demonstrations or marches against police brutality that took place in Minneapolis after George Floyd's death? The second is, other than that, other than what you have already described above, have you or anyone else close to you participated in protests about police use of force or police brutality? Mitchell reportedly answered no to both questions. In other words, do you have a bias for either side? And he said no, and he lied, and now they know. So, again, that judge was right. This dude's going to get a mistrial because the jurors are lying about what they know. Look, regardless of what you think actually happened, regardless of what you think about the jury— this case should be thrown out. It has to be at this point. And they got to start over. They do. And they've got to start over somewhere other than Minneapolis. It's got to get out of Minneapolis. I agree. It's got to go to a dislocated place, and people have to be picked that know nothing about the individual until after the fact. Which, good luck. Uh, on, at this point, they publicize. They they mess up any chance of any fair trial when the media gets into it and starts telling stuff. And well, I think they do it on purpose. And what I love, though, is that none of the— was, I got to listen to, like, an entire week after the, the, the verdict came down, mm-hmm. as the news came. Continually said, well, none of the jurors were influenced by 
you know, threats or protests or riot. None of they weren't influenced by any of that. To which we all went. Yeah, right. right. They live in the town. They some they shop. They live there. They ride by. They know something that's going on. It was all over the news. How can you not? Which once again, unless you get though, people in the nursing home to start giving these things because they don't watch TV. But Andy Griffith. Oh, I miss those days. I mean. <laughs> That's the only people who don't know. And they're the most innocent of all because they just love everybody anyway. At this point, you might as well. Of course, although I did hear an interesting story the other day. Uh I don't even remember where I heard this one, but a guy was at a sporting event for a kid, some kid's sporting event. Okay. And he was talking about, uh, he was talking to another one of the dads Mm -hmm. about something that was going on. And he's like, man, I can't believe Fauci keeps going back and forth on something. And he goes, the dad looked at him dead in the face and went, who's Fauci? Oh, I love that man. I'm like, I want to live his life. Yes. Yes. I love that. I want that. his life. So they do exist. Oh, yeah. But they don't exist in Minneapolis. Now, no. Now, let's, <laughs> let's come down because this the word of the year last year was justice. We need justice. Oh, I thought it was COVID-19. No, no. I, th- I think justice is right there with it. Okay. We need COVID justice. We need social justice. We need <laughs> racial justice. justice. Yes. Who's on the side of COVID? COVID should be allowed to do what COVID does. Now, come on now. We cannot be oppressing COVID-19. That's go. just wrong. There you go. <laughs> but but we modify yeah, all of this justice. Yeah. Okay. As Christians, we should actually be about, wait for it, justice. I agree. And justice would look like an impartial jury. Yes. Justice would look like fair and balanced presentation. Yes. Justice would look like... Honest dialogue. This is why I get annoyed at like presidential debates. Oh, yes. Because you know what I actually want? Answer the question. I actually want a presidential debate with a moderator that, like you said, answer the question. No, he said something. Let him answer. Give him 10 minutes. Yeah. Don't give him, oh, you have two minutes on this question. How would you bring peace to the Middle East? Go. 30 seconds to um, respond. But I mean, 30 seconds to but blow like, it all up and there's no more Middle East. They've been fighting I mean, for 1,400 no years How are you and you expect me problem? to give me – you expect me to give you the answer to to security in that area in two minutes. Yeah, unless the answer is – Unless the answer is like nuke them all, exactly. then it's not going to work. Unless you just get rid of it and you can't do that. Exactly. So, that's, yeah. my, that's my point. Yeah. There's it's nothing not else that's going to fit. <laughs> two minutes. But this no. is what we do. So we yeah. don't actually have dialogue and discourse. Mm-mm. So when you watch a trial like this, you get the same thing. Well, I don't like him saying that. I don't like, Let the defense make an argument. Let the prosecution make an argument. As yeah. long as they're not lying, as long as they're not entering into things that are untrue, entering into evidence things that are untrue, let it go. Let, it let go. people hear. Let people debate. Like, oh, the jury should come back quickly. Or the ju- Who cares? No, let them go. In the- That's what the jury room is for. Go uh-huh. back there and, and reenact 12 Angry Men. Do Henry Fonda. I don't care. Yes. But, but we've got to get back to a place where we actually can discuss and debate things. And part of the problem, this goes back to our first story. Mm-hmm. The reason why we have such broken discourse in this country is because we have broken information. Yes, we There's do. There's a bitterly divided election in South Lake. No. No, no, no it's no, not. It, it actually wasn't. And there are these people that want new standards of understanding how to overcome racism. And then there's those evil people backed by the super PAC. And they raised $200,000 in the richest suburb in America. <sighs> Yeah, that's a presentation. Bias. That is, but the problem becomes if you're, what do you end up having to do now? You have to end up getting information from multiple sources and then sifting through the bias. Mm-hmm. It's miserable, Christian. It's our job. 
And because we can't trust them. No. And who is them? All of them. And it goes. It starts at the very young. Because even with our kids today, we're walking through and um, looking at a couple of toys and like, oh, I want this toy. What is this? And I looked at it trying to figure out what the heck is this thing. It's a cylinder tube, plastic, all shiny and sparkly. And on the inside, it says, unwrap to reveal your new best friend. I'm afraid. So I'm, my daughter's like, well, what is, what is it? I said, and then it gives you like four, like two or three. It could be Does one Does it actually of, tell you what it might be? It shows pictures of like little doll or a little bunny or a teddy bear or something like that that's all sparkly and girly looking and whatnot. Ooh. But And it says, collect all collect all others. Collect the others. What are like 45 of them. But this, this one tube, mind you, you don't know what's in it. And I looked at my daughter. I said, it's called marketing, honey. You're curious. You're a child. You want to know. So guess what? They're getting you to buy something that's going to cost you $15 for something that's going to be crap on the inside because you're just looking at the packaging and it looks pretty. It's deceitful. It's lying. Don't fall for and it. The world, Save your money. And the world Start goes now. along with it. Yes, it because does. Because any rational human there. being should be able to look at this and go, you mean you had a juror uh-huh. participating in protests in D.C., where we know they turned into riots, riots. they almost yes, assaulted did. a sitting U.S. senator. Uh-huh. We know what that turned into. So you're going to tell me he participated in that because it was important to him to identify and be around other people that looked like him. But then he's going to sit down in this jury room and be objective. You can't do that. Mm-mm. Thank you. He should honestly go to jail for lying in a well, jury's box. I, I, I don't know if perjury. I, it is as far as I mean. I don't know. If shouldn't it's, shouldn't that be perjury? Like you, you shouldn't know. be able to lie in your jury questionnaire and get away with it. I would think so because that's that, especially but. something as high profile as this. He should be going to jail for this. I mean, Christian, sorry. cling to the truth. Yes, because the world is home. trying to get rid of it as fast as possible. Cling to it, and when they ignore it and spout their lies, scream from the rooftops what they are doing. Mm-hmm. We needed something Expose fun. Expose it. Okay. Something fun Yay. and uplifting, but that didn't exist. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you and your coffee the other day, or whatever it was you were doing, apple cider that you were drinking, and you drank the last drop without realizing it. Like, that's what you just did to me. You'll be all right. It's the last bite of cake. Instead of the tears of a clown, we have the tears of a mouse. Of a mouse? The tears of a mouse. Unless it's a Christmas mouse, it has to die at my house. The waterworks <laughs> are in full force at Disneyland, which oh, is looking like the most emotional place on earth as it gets as its gates swing open for the first time since the year-long coronavirus closure. The mouse house is operating at limited capacity Friday, welcoming back Disney fans after shutting down the theme park for an unprecedented 412 days, and even face masks can't hide the joy folks are feeling. This is not an exaggeration. I should have brought you pictures, but I didn't. Okay, thank you. Lots of tears are flowing on Main Street as masked-up cast members usher in the first guests of the COVID era. Disney fans lined up in the wee hours Friday morning, chomping at the bit to get back into the park. And you can see some guests literally ran through the park entrance. There were even two park goers embracing for a masked kiss, clearly going for the 2021 version of the famous Kissing Sailor oh my from gosh. the Victory of Japan Day in 1945. 
the pictures are hysterical. It's dozens of people. Like every person that they've got a picture of in the opening of Disneyland is mm-hmm. crying. It was probably only one group of people they paid to do that, and they took pictures to make it look like it. I don't mean crying a little bit, though. Like weeping, like <laughs> over, yeah. just overwhelmed. Yeah, I don't mean like paid actor crying because they, someone smoked a cigarette right before you went on stage so you could actually get your, your yeah. tears flowing. I mean like slobbering, like ugly cry. Do oh what? my gosh. That's just so wrong. It, because Disneyland is reopened. I've been to Disney World. <laughs> and this was You like, couldn't pay me to go back at this point. This was 20 years ago plus. I got I went your beat. To I went Disney, 35 years ago. And I remember thinking it was kind of neat, but it was also a little on the dingy, kind of falling apart. I mean, they built the park in the 60s. And this was in the early, the late 90s, 30-some, almost 40 years later. And they hadn't been really, they're adding new stuff, but they never fixed the old. Well, and it was kind of looking at, doing some I mean, I understand but. Disney is it's fun and whatnot, but you're going to sit there and cry over a Disney character. But they're just so happy that I can go back into the park and walk up down the street and the kitty's going to give me a hug. Will you please? (laughs) Now, Uh, now, but let's be honest. Why? Because they have no hope anywhere else. They are completely... I mean, yes, to go to Disney would be fun and exciting and whatnot. But to sit there and put all of your eggs in one basket as to this is the most wonderful thing ever, that 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 is pathetic. That is just if you want sad to understand, pathetic. You want to understand what modern idolatry looks like. Ooh. This is what we're talking about on Sunday morning, where we don't carve stone and wood idols anymore and put them on the mantle place. No. What well, what is twenty first century idolatry looks like? Events. There you go. Yeah. Weeping uncontrollably at the reopening of Disneyland is a good example of modern-day idolatry. Yes. As you put it, they don't have a hope in anything else. No, they don't. So where do they find their meaning? Where in do they find their purpose? And experience. And all of those. All of those things. Whatever that experience may be, going back to the cabin that's been closed up for years or whatever. I mean, I, I've had to deal with this in my own life, Be moving here from the South. And there are things that I really love. And... <laughs> And so there are things about Southern life that I really, really love, and there are things that I miss. And I found myself pining for them, wishing I had those experiences, like I may never get a chance to do this again or go to this place again or see this again. And I finally had a guy really brought it to my attention that you're worshiping and you're falling apart over something that I created that I'm going to destroy one day. It's all going to burn in the end when Jesus comes back. And heaven's the ultimate goal. You mean Atlanta isn't the promised land? Exactly. Atlanta is not. You're right. Savannah is. Savannah is. I agree. Yes. Savannah, Georgia is a lot nicer. Anyway. A lot nicer. Yes. I heard that. I heard that. It's a lot nicer. We go get down to Savannah, y'all. Yes. We can have ourselves an enjoyment and look at the ocean. It's going to be beautiful. Yes. I know. I know. I know. I know. I do. I I slip back in. I mean, I still love my South. I love where I was raised and all, but there is a difference between loving that, loving something in your life, and making it and I don't know what you are all about and when we moved from there the last the two years we first moved I was constantly finding myself searching for things that were southern and I'm like I'm in Illinois now and although there's nothing wrong with that it's it's not the south and I have to realize people from Illinois might argue with that that there's nothing wrong with living here (laughs) 
Yeah, I've been here long Illinois enough. Illinois is the only state I've ever met, I've <laughs> ever seen people from that even the people who live here don't like it. Yes, exactly. Stare for several anyway. reasons, but 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 yeah, it, it's it, it is idol worship, and you don't realize just how embedded it, it is, and it can be in the things that you don't even realize, just the way you live, the things that you're used to. I mean, it's not always physical things. It's not always cars and houses and lifestyles, which well, that could very well be. But this, this is a perfect that, example. That is a perfect example. I'm just so happy to be back at Disneyland. It's like, As if it oh never opened. Oh my goodness. There is something wrong. really wrong in your world that you are that happy about a theme park. Yes. It's a, it's a theme it's park. It's a theme park. There are tons of It's literally everywhere. built for one reason and one reason only. To, to get, make them money. To, yeah, to get you to spend money yeah, to get hand you over to, fist. To get you to give them your hard-earned money. That's the only reason it exists. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't exist to bring you joy. It doesn't nope. exist to bring... It, it exists for you to give them money. End of discussion. Ex- exactly. And to and be, they use your children to get them there. Yeah, like, yeah you watch your children have all this fun. Now you know what I said memories. on Sunday, children are terrorists. Yes, children... Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Me, They use them to... Get all these memories, bring the kids, make memories and whatnot. Memories can be an idol too. The sheer fact that you're doing it, like, you know what? You can just Which is a snuggle warning and as enjoy. To how deep yes. the rabbit hole of sin goes in our lives. Yes. And we see it in other people like this and we laugh at them. Christian, be careful. Mm-hmm. I actually got a chance to talk Not about myself. I actually got a chance to talk about one of our past stories with somebody. Okay. The 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 skinny no the the ripped jeans the guy from India complaining about the ripped yes. jeans uh-huh. and he's like and I told him the story and the guy goes well that's just kind of misogynistic and I'm like well maybe it is and maybe, maybe it isn't not. like maybe he is a misogynistic jerk I'm not gonna eliminate that as a possibility uh-huh. maybe he's actually got a point and the way we dress says something to the world mm-hmm. about who we are and what we're doing it's the old Dave Chappelle joke where you see a woman dressed a certain way and she's like I am not a whore. He's like, yeah, well, you are wearing a horse uniform. Exactly. At Halloween, you can't dress up as a police officer and somebody comes up hollering. That was his police. exact example. Yeah, police, police. Oh, no, no, honey, this is a costume. I'm dressed up like one. I'm not really one. Well, okay. <laughs> Which is why they make them so again, much not like a police does, officer. Does but that mean still. you can't dress? No. Does mm-hmm. that mean you can't wear that outfit? I didn't say that. No. I said, why are you wearing that outfit? And who has to determine that? You, you do. do. You in so the mirror with God. To, you have to wonder what's going on. The same thing is going on here. I can look at these people and go, look at that crazy idolatry and how wrong that is. And if that's as deep as it goes, I've missed it. Yeah. Because all I did was stand there and go, you people are messed up. And the answer to that is, well, duh, they're people apart from Christ. They're messed up. Now take that, learn from what's wrong over there, Mm -hmm. and apply it to your life to make sure that you're not even looking in that direction as you walk, much less walking down that road. I'm not saying, you know, Christian, be careful that you're not the person weeping uncontrollably on the side of Main Street no, at Disneyland. No, But Watch be careful that the mindset. way that you're walking, how yes. you're thinking about the things that you have been given, how you're evaluating the plans that you're making, and how you're wondering about the things of the world. All of those things are being done with godliness in mind so that I'm constantly checking myself and my mm-hmm. motivations. That's where we get wrong. We, yeah. get, we keep the actions in check as we see them, but we fail to keep the motivations and the thought processes behind them in check. Yeah. When it's a happening then as you go 20 miles down the road of this motivation and this desire then you realize it's engaging in a sinful action why well it's being justified by this motivation you didn't uh, you didn't kill that at the beginning when you should have uh-huh. that's what i'm talking about is wonder and worry about what's going on in your mind day in and day out how you're making sure that you're not making idols again where's your first discipleship at home at home yourself because if you don't 
this is what it looks like. It may not look exactly like this, but you know, we mocked we mocked the Old Testament when we like they made stone carvings and then prayed to them. They engaged in what kind of behavior to try to make the crops grow? They did what with their children to try to make sure they had a good harvest? Yeah. See, we look at that and we go, I, that's just ridiculous. I would never. Oh, I can't believe Disneyland is open again. Uh-huh. Conversely, we mock these people. But recognize that it's not as far as we think it is from our little picadillos and sins yeah. to where they are. And I think that's 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 the uh, that's the warning that you should get. So again, yeah, exactly. dig your heels in at home. Start with you. Don't allow sin a foothold in your own mind. Mm-hmm. And when it shows up, recognize it and honestly deal with it. Return to Christ. Walk in his strength and kill it. Then as you go out into your community, you can do these things like the school board because your home is secure. Yeah. I can't go out to battle if my rear flank is insecure. No, you so can't. secure Not the borders, secure the homestead, now go out to battle into the world. And mm-hmm. then recognize that all the people you're dealing with apart from Christ are broken, compromised liars. Yes, they don't Liars even know lie. it. They're blind in that. They don't even realize it. And they have, because they have believed in a lie, they've engaged in idolatry, and mm-hmm. you are killing the precious. Yes, exactly. So, and there are times I have done, even at home, just a, a simple practice of walking around my house reminding my, mm-hmm. reminding myself, one day this too will all burn. Mm-hmm. This will go. It's a good little reminder. And so, so I have to, when I go to throwing stuff out and cleaning it out, I start, well, I'll get rid of that. Oh, but I can't get rid of it. Pray I really for like me. That. I'm going to wind up in a dumpster one of these days. <laughs> Don't need that anymore. It's getting burned up. Ah! <laughs> but, no, 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 no. I get, but, you're, but, but we yeah, hold on too thing, tightly. We have to, to the, be careful to what we hold yeah. on to, and outwardly, we it starts inside. It starts with even our our thinking. We so. hold on too tightly to the things that we should be willing to let go. Yeah, and we're all guilty of that. Recognize that and put it to death. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything we've missed? I don't think so. All right. It so what have we enough. learned here today, children? <laughs> Darkness only wins when the light surrenders. Yep. Liars lie mm-hmm. every single time. Yep. And people need hope in more than a place. Ooh, if only we had a people that had a message of hope that could be proclaimed and lived out. Huh. Where no Where mobs the, or rust or anything could get to. And the gates of hell are powerless to do anything about it. Uh, mm. hmm. We matter in this world, Christian. Yes, do. Don't ever forget it. So, questions, comments, complaints, send them to info at practicaltheologyministries.com. You can go to the website. You can check out all the resources. Do all the happy, fun stuff. Cameron loves when I go through this little spiel because she gives me this weird <laughs> look like, I'm frightened that you speak even faster now. Well, it, it's, it's literally just it's, uh, yeah. it's just auto-tune at this point. It's just rolling. <laughs> so, yeah, you can get all of that stuff. Check out past episodes. These things connect. These matter. Hopefully, we're making sense. Trying to get you guys to think through things biblically. Try to have some fun with it. So share with your friends and neighbors. We appreciate you guys. Thank you. Until we meet again, reach Bible. It'll do you good. Bye.